This is a Burn FM podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Literally Obsessed, the podcast. I am so excited to bring you content. Finally, I've been itching to record, so it's really nice to actually be able to record. My name is Fisola and Literally Obsessed is a podcast where we, myself and future co-hosts, discuss the literature and culture we are obsessed with and other tangential ramblings that comes with that. We will use the discussion to springboard into important topics. I believe meaning is produced through discussion and the discussion does not end here. It continues to the people you recommend the show to, to our Instagram and to me. I love hearing what you think about the show, what you think about the books and topics we discuss. So don't hesitate to get in touch and I'll leave our socials at the end of the show. I hope listeners embark on a journey as readers and just general chit-chatters of literature. Um, No one should be able to escape your book ramblings. And here on this side, we champion marginalised voices and issues pertaining to them. So for episode one, I thought I would just talk a bit about myself. Narcissistic, scary, no, but not in that way. Just so you understand the type of reader I am, the type of books I have an interest in and the type of people I want to have discussions with. So I am a final year English student. I look at literature in a vast array of mediums, which I think qualifies me to host a podcast about obsessing over literature because I think I have the depth and the range. (laughs) I am also a writer and I write about trauma. I write about black womanhood. I write about identity, how we relate to the world, how we see the world. Um, I'm very, very interested in the experience of the body and how our body carries stories, experiences, histories. Um, Those are things I like reading and looking at. Um, So I thought I would talk a little bit about my personal reading philosophy and um, what I like to read because if you're listening to the show you're thinking do I actually want to listen to this show are you going to talk about books that I actually care about and that is definitely a valid question so I'm going to let you know a little bit about that I've had a a selective reading culture growing up but I didn't really fall in love with reading until I was about 16 17 and I picked up a book on my own accord I was doing English A level but I was kind of hating it unfortunate to say Um, But I just started reading in my own time and it was a transformative experience. And there is a brilliant quote from one of my favourite authors, James Baldwin, and it reads, You think your pain and your heartbreak are unprecedented in the history of the world, but then you read. It was books that taught me that the things that tormented me the most were the very things that connected me with all the people who were alive, who have ever been alive. I believe it's important as a reader and a reviewer and a writer to be the type of reader that I am and when I say that I mean a black woman living in the diaspora I think that in itself is a revolutionary act to read as a black woman to read as a working class person and um, I say that because the sentiments of Baldwin's quote are so important to that idea representation matters in terms of the characters we see in terms of the people we even hear talking about books and that's what's thing i that's one thing i really want to do in this podcast is making sure that we have a diverse array 
of opinions, of books um, circulating around just because it feels like we're sometimes hearing the same stories. And the stories that we really need that can comfort us during heartbreak and pain and those moments where we feel alone and like as Baldwin says, our experiences are unprecedented. That's the moment where we need to read and see people who are like us. So that's one thing I've always personally loved about reading. I know some people might be listening and they're not habitual readers and that's fine. I think reading comes to you when you need it the most and when a book wants to read you, not when you want to read the book, when the book wants to read you, trust me, it will come to you. I've always liked reading books that I find relatable, that I feel represented or that represent the world that I believe exists, which is very diverse, very variegated and it's made of all sorts of people. So as well as reading those kind of books, I like to read books that make my world feel bigger. And by that I mean, I like to read about stories and experiences that I would not even come close to in my lifetime. Um, for me, literature is the way I travel the world. It's how I live many lives. It's how I get a vantage point outside of my lived experience so I can learn to empathize and be compassionate with my fellow earth citizens. Um, one of the biggest perks to reading outside of feeling very smart, feeling cool, I don't know <laughs> if that's a selling point for a lot of people, but it really does broaden your horizons, it expands your mind and it gives you freedom to exist in different planes. I think it is a really good way to just grapple with what it means to be human and um, sometimes we live in such tight-knit communities where we're comfortable in our homogeny, we're fine with people who are like us, who have similar experiences to us, it's only natural. I think we do kind of gravitate towards people who are like us. But reading, it takes us to different worlds. It makes us get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And even if we don't get comfortable with the uncomfortable, it makes us learn to suspend our reality, our normal, and even question our normal and temporarily live in the mind of a character, in the world of a different society. It's quite cool. So I will give you another quote by George R. R. Martin. And he says, I have lived a thousand lives and I've loved a thousand loves. I've walked on distant worlds and seen the end of time because I read. And that just sums up the sentiments I was getting towards. Reading is a way to journey into so many places so i have spoken a little bit about what i think about reading so i will definitely invite you all to go over to instagram leave in the comments what you think about reading even if it's just Ugh, not for me would never do i will definitely spam you with comments about why you should start reading but let me know what reading means to you i think having some intentionality and positioning yourself within some sort of reading philosophy even if that changes is a really good way to get yourself started as a reader in terms of this podcast i hope with my amazing future co-host to convince you to take on a story and to live with it for a while and obsess over it and use your associative memory to draw parallels to stories films anything any sort of media and culture that you consume and to really get an enriched experience with it because as well as reading widely which is very promoted it's really important to read deep to really connect and pull everything you can from something you read um 
I think this podcast is really important because I want to circulate the idea that literature is for the many people, not the few. And I'm not even bogged down about whether it's literature with a capital L or a lowercase l. That elitism does not belong here. Storytelling is a human culture. It does not belong to a certain gender. It doesn't belong to a certain social class. It doesn't belong to a certain country. It is a democratic form that I believe everyone should exploit in whichever way. And no story is better than the other. Classics do not supersede audiobooks, do not supersede oral stories. There's no hierarchy here. Um, we're finding the crux of stories, what it really means to to tell and to share. Because that's what storytelling is. It's telling and sharing. Um it's not an exclusive form. Storytelling is everything. Some of the best stories have just been people telling me what has happened in their day and I've honestly had a blast. I was terrified at the climax. I was happy when there was a resolution at the end. There's a story in everything. And here I just want to cultivate conversations about stories that bring people's thoughts together. Sometimes cohesively, I'll have to be honest, when I'm thinking and speaking about a book, there is almost no through line. And even planning today's episode, I realised the plan was a mind map and it still is. In true English student fashion, um, I have struggled to define what literature is. Um, and even when I was thinking about this podcast, I did predicate it on the idea of being obsessed with literature, henceforth literally obsessed. Hope I'm not over explaining that, but if you didn't get it, you can just act like you did. <laughs> um, but I do not set any parameters around what literature is. I think literature is an umbrella term for audiovisual medias that carry stories. Um, whether that's a tweet, a short story, a TV script, a book, it all counts for me. Um, I do hope to bring conversations that sometimes only exist in academia to the podcast. As I said, my expertise and my discipline is literary study. So I want to bring some of the ideas and some listeners may identify them in psychology, in film studies and cultural studies. There's a lot of crossover. One thing I do like about my degree is it's so interdisciplinary. There's no kind of that is not literature. That's not the vibe. I don't want to hear it. Everything is literature. I rest my case. <laughs> I don't need to defend it anymore and of course I welcome all language to talk about literature you don't need to have any sort of technical terms if you want to call something a metaphor and that feels right to you do it if you just want to say a sentence and say how it makes you feel that's perfect as well I'm more interested in that than anything else I wanted to talk a little bit about what books I'm obsessed with I'm gonna keep it in terms of books um, because that is my one true love my first love and I was thinking really really hard I didn't know whether to do top 10 memoirs or something because memoirs are one of my favorite genres for those who don't really already know I am writing my dissertation on memoirs I think life writing is so fascinating and I think I like it because it reminds me of like a friend just telling me a story but um I'm gonna mix and match but I've had some thoughts like a true English student I feel like every question is followed by a question because I asked myself what are some of my favorite books that I want to share with the listeners for the first episode and then I thought to myself 
I'm actually going to talk about my thoughts about favorite books and how I'm kind of constructing my own personal canon. So um, the first book I'm going to talk about is called The Vanishing Half. Now, since 2020 August, I have not stopped talking about this book. I think it will probably be my dying words. Read The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. Britt Bennett ate and she left no crumbs, okay? That's what you need to understand. This woman can write. Um, Yeah, I'm already just getting flashbacks of how good the book is. It's literary, it's historical, it's dramatic. And um, I think the reason why I come back to this book so much is because I'll be honest, I don't even remember the plot that vividly. Um... But I think it did something really special for me as a reader. It helped me identify what I like in books. It's got beautiful writing and deep topics. And for me, that is why I obsess over. I love to mind characters who are flawed. I love topics that spin my brain, that make me think about myself, my own existence and things like that. I've always liked writing about race. If you don't know what the version half is about, quick whistle stop tour on the plot. It's about two twin sisters and one decides to start living as a white woman, also known as passing. If you're a black person who is light enough to phenotypically come across as white, you can do this thing called passing. She lives this whole life as a white woman and Britt Bennett parallels the sisters' lives with their daughters' lives and it's just it's amazing it's intergenerational it deals with gender queerness love race racist sister colorism history memories heritage family everything i love a meaty book that even on a 10th reread i won't even have gone through all the topics because there's so much um I think, as I was saying before, I love reading about race. I think race is one of those really big group identities, which um, unfortunately has been shaped a lot by white supremacy and intergenerational trauma and pain. But it's also been crafted by, I think, a strong desire for an oppressed people to come of their own. And I think watching and reading black people should create their own identity and as a black person myself creating my own identity against these hegemonic white supremacist forces is a beautiful process it's painful but it's beautiful and I always think to myself it's doing my due diligence to black people who are always shaping and reproducing themselves and leaving a bit of their legacy for a generation to witness their existence especially when the history of blackness has been genocide and slavery um and obviously that's not the full history that's the biting hitting history that we can never forget and um black writers black readers black reviewers are our testimony to triumph our testimony to the fact that blackness it can never be stopped okay black is lit it's here forever <laughs> it's here to stay okay um so going back to the book um what it does is it gives us characters who have things happen to them and they have to make difficult decisions so one of the vine twins runs away and she really has to think am i gonna double back go back to my family or am i gonna am i gonna stand on my own two feet as a a very young woman i think she ran away 
at the tender age of 16. So you can imagine, I know if I was to just pack up and leave at 16, I would be absolutely clueless. So she makes this difficult decision to move, to change her identity and to kill part of herself. She kills the black person that she is in order to inhabit the body and privilege of a white woman. And it pulls us between the gray areas of morality, um, you know, asking questions of what would you do if a better life was just on the other side of you changing race, would you do it? And I think just hearing the plot, just hearing the topics, you may think, I am so above this, I would never do this. But I think that's not even the conclusion Bennett wants us to reach to. She wants us to think so deeply of a double self that we have that may be suppressed or may be hidden or may never have had to even come out because we've not been in survival mode that much. For Stella, who is the twin who decides to pass, as well as this kind of strange desire to be white, this is survival for her. This is her new life. This is getting out of her small town, which has little prospects. I'm going to talk about quickly the concept of passing, which I explained briefly. And it's also the title of the source book by Nella Larson. Um, and that again it deals with race in a really interesting way and um, it makes us wonder whether I think for me it made me wonder how arbitrary privilege is because there's nothing inherently beneficial about being a specific race but it's the way everything is socially constructed, the benefits you get for presenting as that race, because we know that Stella is not a white woman. She presents as a white woman and that's where all her privilege stems from. And this is an amazing phenomenon to look at. I will um, link down below some other uh, media that deals with the phenomenon of passing. And I actually did a book club on it back in my springboard book club days. And I'm not gonna lie, everyone ate up that text. I have never recommended this book to someone who doesn't like it. So that's, that is my final selling point. Um, there are other topics that Bennett explores. He asks questions like, what does it mean to love someone who's changing physically, mentally, through their gender expression? What does it mean to grow up and rec reconcile bodily trauma? This book is a heavy book big big trigger warning if you're actually going to pick it up because it does deal with some heavy things um yeah that's what i'm gonna say for one of my all time all time all time favorite books ever quickly some other honorable mentions of books that just kind of spring to mind disability visibility i think as a reader i'm always trying to make sure i approach books with questioning frameworks and one of the questions I ask is who's being represented, who's telling stories and Disability Visibility is an amazing non-fiction anthology that looks at the lives of a vast array of disabled writers and it's one of the most phenomenal non-fiction books I've ever read. Um, couldn't highly recommend that more. I think that should be required reading on some course. I don't know which course but it should be. Um, a podcast that carried me through lockdown, Lavaba and Reads. It's where I developed my appetite for sci-fi. Some of the most amazing stories you can listen to in about 40 minutes that will blow your mind. Definitely give that a go and a good entry point if you're not um, a reader or you find it difficult to commit your eyes to words on a page. I would definitely say try story podcasts. Lavaba and Reads is definitely one of them. Another trilogy, actually, that I really, really like is the Broken Earth trilogy. 
this is another book i've spoken about or another series i've spoken about a lot um but i don't have too much time to go into what it's about but just think of ecological disaster other characters who have magical powers that can control um that can control the land and the landscape and the ecology from some sort of cataclysmic climate disaster is absolutely fantastic amazing character development and um what is her name nk jemson i can't believe i said what is her name i need to write some respect on her name she is a phenomenal writer an award-winning writer who deserves her flowers from now to tomorrow because she's fantastic um two more books i'm gonna quickly talk about from scratch which has now been made a netflix series two years after i read this memoir it's about a woman um learning to adjust after her husband passes from a sort of cancer i can't remember because i read this a long time ago but it is the most emotional book i read i remember reading it in lockdown crying my eyes out and then i started seeing all over tiktok that everyone's crying to a netflix series called from scratch and i was like what is going on and then i put two and two together and i was like this was one of the most powerful memoirs i've ever read last but not least um of women and frogs i kind of don't know how i didn't lead with this but um i've always framed myself as a post-colonial writer even as i explore other things i will always be using that framework to think and read and of women and frogs is by a ghanaian nigerian writer and um i love this book because it made me every time i read african literature i feel so connected to my roots but also i am just so grateful for the talent that lives on that continent um amazing buildings roman about a young girl called essie growing up um in the midst of political difficulty and individual difficulty learning and growing with the self and it's beautifully written and essie is such a character i fell in love with her i cared about her so much um i i still do care about her if we get a second book i'm gonna read that um yeah really really good book um so just broadly speaking some topics i hope to talk about on this podcast um first of all memoirs and life writing as i said that's one of my favorite genres ever and um i haven't been reading a lot of memoirs but i'm back in memoir flow for my dissertation which makes me very happy because it is my one true love i think um but of course i obviously love fiction um i like also would like to talk about activism marginalized voices on digital spaces black romance which hopefully that episode will be happening soon with a phenomenal guest i'm excited you should be excited um self-help mental health class uk politics civilization race and history economics power black feminism the environment books to film adaptations i think that would make a really really good episode so i'm gonna do some digging and some researching for that now just to close you probably can tell the theme i'm very big on how we feel about reading and i think it's really really important to set intentions and i'm going to do this at the start of every episode with my co-host we're going to have some reading affirmations slash learning affirmations and the one for today's episode is i am open and receptive to learning i am open and receptive to learning now this is not just particularly in regards to themes and books that we study 
this is um, for myself as well. I'm open and receptive to learning about how to podcast, how to be a good podcast host, how to listen, just everything. This is my first time hosting podcasts. I've just thought I would come out and be honest, if you can already tell. And I'm excited about the journey. I'm excited about learning with everyone. Um, I'm excited about learning from my co-host as well because I'm going to have such knowledgeable, interesting people on here. So really do get excited. I haven't decided yet whether I will be revealing the host for the next episode, but um, I will be saying get excited, okay, because it's going to be good, it's going to be juicy, it's going to give, trust me. But thank you so much for making it this far, thank you for the support. I am really honoured, even if you lent me your ear for five minutes, I'm very, very grateful. I hope it wasn't just five minutes i hope you stay for the whole show but i promise to bring you content it's gonna give we're gonna get into books and by the end of this i'm gonna have people say so i read this book and it changed my life because it will that's what we're doing here we are literally obsessed and we are changing lives so if you have enjoyed what you've heard so far tune in soon for episode two in the meantime if you miss me too much you can follow us on instagram which is at literally obsessed there is a full stop between the t and the e in literally and there is going to be some extra content so definitely stay up to date with that follow us share let me know i love a good book rambling so don't be shy i definitely want to hear what you have to say but that's it for today's episode i hope you found it interesting and I hope you got a really good insight to me and why I started this podcast, the type of things I like to read. So I'm going to love you and leave you all. But thank you. And until next time, stay literally obsessed because there's a lot to obsess about.